Hey Sis, it's a weekly shakedown of the binary walls around us. Breaking it out and building a bridge. Checking our biases with empathy and humility and questioning the status quo. It's about building allyship that is intentional and confident. Okay, well, happy December, everyone. It has taken us a long trip to get to December the 15th. We are recording this right now mid-December, and welcome to the last episode of 2020 for Hey Sis. Speaking of the end of 2020, Isaac, uh, what are your goals for the new year? Oh, that's a really good question. Um, I haven't put too much thought into it, but definitely one of my biggest things is going to be like, I'm uh, graduating post-secondary um, in, I'd say, like, technically a couple of weeks. I'm done in my last classes now, but uh, now that I'm done, yeah, it'll be really, really nice now that I'm uh, <laughs> out of there. But uh, I think I think my biggest thing now that I am kind of kickstarting my adult, adult life um, is uh, saying no more and doing more things that, like, I want to do rather than things that other people expect me to do. I find that's something I struggle a lot with. Yeah. Um, what about you? Um, yeah. Well, just thinking on that too, I think for, I think for young people like, like yourself that are just coming out of finishing up their degrees and that, like what a hard year it's been to kind of forecast what the future is going to be like, you know, and even trying to like network and, and get out there. And, um, you know, it's, it's really kind of been a stalled, uh, 12 months. So for me next year, 2021, I think I I definitely want to be able to get out and kind of connect with the community more um, face to face. Although Zoom has been so great and has been able to help, like allow us to offer resources and support for people further outside of the Halifax regional municipality. But I think I kind of want to just get on the ground and try to be able to connect groups together, especially like, you know, youth and, um, and young people around kind of fun activities because those kind of things are hard to do on zoom like games and puzzles or walks and outdoor stuff you know we haven't really been able to do a lot of that this year so i'm hoping next year i'll have a little bit more time and with moving downtown it'll make it even that much more easy because sometimes for me living kind of just outside the city i uh i don't tend to get in and kind of meet with people face to face as much as i'd like to and it's always better when you can do that isn't it yeah oh yeah no i was going to say especially I think, I think things are really tough right now, especially being the colder months of the year and that no one can really go out social distancing inside a warm facility is a little tough. Um, but, uh, as soon as the warm weather starts to come out, we can uh, definitely kind of, hopefully, you know, fingers crossed if, uh, things are going on the right track here, um, get some events going where we can properly social distance and everyone can have some fun and do some good, important networking. It's true. Yeah, it's true. It's all about connection and, uh, you know, isolation of 2020. Hopefully we'll be seeing the back of it now that we've got yeah. some vials of vaccine coming in. And I think every hopefully store owners will be able to put their masks on sale now. And yeah, <laughs> that's how you know the end is near. Exactly. Um, yeah. So, uh, but as we're, as we're leading up to the holidays, I, I'd love to talk a little bit about, um, gift giving for, you know, the queer people in your life. And I know I've had a few requests recently, um, of can I recommend books for kids who are maybe questioning their sexual orientation or questioning their gender identity. And, um, and yeah, I'd love to throw a few out there if you're, uh, if you're interested. 
I have one book here and nobody can see it, of course, because this is a podcast, but I'm showing Isaac because I love the color of this book. It was just published in October 2020 and it's called My Rainbow by Trinity and Deshana Neal and it's illustrated by Art Twink and it's a mom uh, child uh, co-author and what I love about this book is um, the diversity in it and the storytelling um, from this mom who loves her daughter so much and really wants to help her create a rainbow wig um, because she's really tactile like a lot of autistic children and she's really exploring her gender identity. The central character's name is Trinity and she wants long hair like her dolls because she wants to express who she truly is um, but she can't do that with her own hair because it's quite curly it's quite short and she's struggled trying to straighten it out the way she wants to and she wants it to be really colorful anyway so her mom is amazing and goes on this mission for her and it's all about that and being yourself and being um, super cool and just lighting up the world and you can when you can show your true colors. so anyway this is a super cool one for young kids and having walked the streets of Halifax, I actually was super excited to see this in a new store that opened up in the Hydrostone area that isn't even a bookstore, but they had this on their shelves there. And not only was that really cool, because to me, it just instantly shouted, hey, this store is inclusive, and they obviously, you know, are really forward thinking, and it's a safe space. Um, but they had this brand new hot off the press book up on their shelf. So I bought two, one for, for our PFLAG library and um, one for our household here. So, What's the name of the author of the book again? Yeah, so My Rainbow, I do have it linked on the Simply Good Form website. If you go to simplygoodform.com under resources and there's the book club, it's there. But the author's name is Trinity and Deshana Neal. The last name is Neal, N-E-A-L. Um, and uh, it's it's a, we'll put a picture up too on the link for this blog post uh, for tying into our podcast, our holiday podcast. Um, another great one for uh, tweens and teens is Symptoms of Being Human. And... Uh, um, this book is, it was uh, a bestseller in uh, 2017 for, uh, it was a top 10 of uh, best fiction for young adults. And the central character, Riley Kavanaugh, is many things, uh, punk rock, snarky, rebellious, but they're also gender fluid. And some days they identify as a boy and others as a girl, but they're not exactly out. And so this is a story that Riley looks really great. Um, and on that note, though, if you're looking for some cool books that just even feature really diverse characters in that. I love connecting with Cape and Cowell Comics and Collectibles. They're based in Sackville, but you can go on their Facebook page, you can go on their website, and if you connect through iMessenger with Jay, the owner, um, it's a trans-owned uh, establishment, and they are a wealth of information and so connected to teens and tweens, and the amount of um, cool books that they suggested for me for my kiddo was so helpful. Um, they've recently gotten into manga, like Japanese anime um, style books. And a lot of those books fe feature really cool gender diverse characters and even agender characters where they don't even bring gender into it. Um, and it's really awesome. And so I know several kids around his age group that are really enjoying those series. I was just about to mention, because um, I just I just saw this now, and I should have mentioned it to you before this, but uh, there's a, um, I don't know if you've ever heard of um, Demon Universe. It's a TV show. It's, like, for kids, but a lot of, like, young adults watch it. 
Anyways, it uh, features a lot of really great, like, BIPOC actors and has a lot of, like, gender non-conforming characters. And they recently did the artist of the show, or the original uh, director of the show, actually, I think. I think her name's Rebecca Sugar. And she did a comic series about pronouns, and she used characters from the TV series for it. And it, it's it, it's a show that's on, like, Cartoon Network, so it's super well-known. Um, and, yeah, and she uses it to showcase the characters' pronouns and non-binary pronouns, they-them pronouns, all that fun stuff. So it's there's a lot of really, really great resources coming out right now um, to help kind of bridge that gap between kind of fiction and real-life stuff I think is really great. I love that. So that's Steven Universe, is it? It's called? Yeah, let me try I've and heard find of, it up here. I definitely have heard of it. And if it's on the Cartoon Network, I'm sure people could Google it and maybe it's either you could stream it somewhere or they'd have some clips on YouTube that you could uh, you could look up. But another really interesting, um, I know uh, we just found it last night as a family. We were looking for a Christmas movie to watch to try a, try to get into the spirit of the season when you can't really go anywhere and see anyone. And this new movie that just came out, it's a comedy called The Happy Di- Happiest Season. Um, and it features the two uh, feature characters are girlfriends, lesbian relationship. One has not come out to her family and she's bringing the girlfriend home for Christmas, but has to put her girlfriend proverbially back in the closet because she hasn't come out and it's all about sort of the struggles that they ensue around that with a um, comedic twist and um, just the layers of of coming out with sensitivity but the focal characters being um, being sexually diverse which is just so amazing now it does have um a comic that the comic sort of relief character um who is gay um which is not something new to the screen but is played by dan levy daniel levy um you know from uh schitt's creek and he's super funny and and awesome but it was a really pleasant movie we were super surprised by it and just having the visibility of some diverse characters as the lead um it uh, features Kristen stewart from the twilight series um was really great so that's called the happiest season and i'd worth checking it's fun for like the whole family if not a little bit you know christmas cheesy but what you know what isn't this time of year it's fun <laughs> there's so many new holiday films coming out that are featuring like lgbtq characters and not even just like christmas focused ones like i've seen some for like hanukkah focus Kwanzaa focus, like all the different kind of holidays around the year, which is really, really nice. So we're not, uh, it's not Christmas centralized this season. Um, but yeah, yeah we, uh, we put it out there um, to know how our listeners are spending their holidays this year. Cause I know things are really, really tough with COVID going on and I'm just going to read a couple of them out here. I won't name anyone's names or anything like that. I just have my phone here. Um, do, do, do. So yeah, so someone said that my parents brought me home before cases got too bad, so I'm here with them. We're doing a smaller celebration instead of a massive family gathering, but we'll all be calling each other and staying in touch. And I think that's really, really great, and I think that's kind of the beauty of things right now is if we're not able to meet all together, we can we can still meet in some fashion digitally. And uh, I was I was talking earlier to Cynthia that it's it's kind of bittersweet for some queer folks because. There's so much pressure to come out around the holidays and to bring your significant other with you, kind of going off that movie that you're just talking about with uh, Kristen Stewart there, that there's so much pressure that you need to bring your significant other and come out and know who you are and be confident around the holidays. But 
sometimes that's just not the case. Um, and <laughs> the silver lining of COVID right now is that everything is digital. You know, you can connect with who you want to. There's no pressure to go and visit certain people. You can call in, you can Skype in, you can Zoom in, you can do so many sorts of things. And, uh, you know, not everyone, unfortunately, is fortunate enough to have, have their families close by, but I think it's, uh, it's a nice way to stay in touch. That's a really good point. You can kind of present what you want to present to the family or what you're comfortable with at that time on screen. And, you know, it doesn't matter. Like, you know, you can, you can get out when you want to. It's kind of like that whole Winnie the Pooh zooming thing. It's, you know, you can be all dressed up and wearing your jammies from the waist down or nothing at all. And, uh, and, and, uh, it gives you the control of your own situation and, uh, what you want to share and what you don't want to share. That's nice. There's there's a lot of stress sometimes about even just going back to your hometown. And it's not necessarily doesn't have to mean that your family might not be as accepting, but maybe even just your hometown or the environment that is created there. Maybe there's bad blood or blood history that you have there. That can be stressful on its own. So being able to connect virtually with people while you don't get that physical interaction with each other, it might be beneficial so that it doesn't put you in a stressful situation of potentially, you know, having to revisit that past history. So. You know, I was just with somebody this week and I was taking a few people out um, to get some Christmas shopping done. And um, for one of the people who had experienced some like a bad time at school and had been bullied around their um, sexual identity and that I didn't realize. But when we went um, to pick up you know, social distancing masks on all of that, but went to pick up the few Christmas gifts that they wanted to give to their friends, they were so stressed being in a commercial environment that they could bump into somebody from school and they did not want to be seen. And I mean, having the mask on gave them a little bit of anonymity, but like I had no idea that, you know, the, the heightened level when they got in there, it just triggered and they, it was a really not a nice, not a nice situation for them where, you know, you think kind of shopping for the holidays and the music and the lights and all that, that's kind of can be a part of it, you know, being able to, find a special gift to give to somebody and uh for them it wasn't that at all and I, it made me really stop and 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 think about you know what they were going through yeah and i think on that too just like the discussion of like gift giving is that there's a lot of pressure like i'm just kind of going through some of the uh some of the many comments here on uh our message and uh, a lot of folks are just saying there's like a lot of pressure to like go see family there's a lot of pressure to, like bring gifts there's a lot of pressure to buy fiscal items. Um, but I, I genuinely don't know a single person who hasn't struggled this year in some shape or form, whether it be financially, mentally, physically, what have you. So it's really, it's really hard to expect people with how chaotic 2020 has been to, you know, have the energy and the ability to go out, deal with a shopping experience, which we all haven't really been able to do for so long. Um, and then also to be able to afford like a physical item to give someone. And I'm, I'm very much a non gift person. My partner and I were just doing stockings this year. We put a cap on the amount that we can spend. Cause I'm like, we don't need to spend copious amounts of money on random items that we might use once or twice. Um, I rather just get like a couple of really thoughtful gifts and just spend the holidays with a lot of food and uh hang out with people that uh you know are in our bubble but uh yeah it's it's awesome. it's tough this year for sure yeah yeah i love that i almost like you know if you're getting together with family it's kind of like just picking like hey hey guys let's make 
let's make the playlist for the day and everybody contribute five of their favorite songs free, right? We'll create a super fun playlist. Everyone can copy it to their, and it doesn't have to be Christmas music. It can be something they can take forward to listen to in 2021 or, you know, let's do a recipe swap or, you know, or even like bringing, like if you had books that you read during the year and you love, like, hey, let's bring them and let's do a swap out that way or I don't know, like there are ways to definitely take off that financial pressure, which I, I hate that too. I really, I hate that it gets so commercialized at Christmas and, um, um, and sometimes, you know, you see like people are just feeling so pressurized. You're just getting a gift for the sake of giving it, but it's not necessarily, you know, plastics from the dollaramas and, and whatnot. It's like, oh, come on. Like we can be better than that. We can, we can do something more. I always think like a nice baked cookie that's, you know, designed and like maybe has a message on it or, you know, like I said, cultivating like, um, like a cool playlist or just doing that one special like stocking stuffers of your small favorite things, but they're usable and <laughs> the things that you need and all that is kind of fun too. Yeah. Yeah. Like you, like for me, at least I will never say no to like underwear and socks. And most people are like, Oh, that's the worst gift, but like that stuff that's, you genuinely need. I love that. And yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like I enjoy it, but um, I know my, my high school friends and I, we've, done like a secret santa-esque event like kind of every year and i mean it's been five four or five years since i've been in high school so it, it it's been gone going for a while um but anyways we over the past couple of years just because we're all like young adults and we're like we do not have copious amounts of money to be spending on random stuff and we also don't see each other that often during the year so what we decided to do is we always do um the secret santa of course but whoever we pick the whatever we we have to get them something that we physically made so it has to it could either be like music it could be like an art piece it could be food um it could be anything like that and this year everything's digital so the food option is kind of out of it unless we're sharing a recipe right. but uh yeah like i have a i have a good friend who he does a lot of uh like music and stuff and he's writing like a song for whoever he gets and it's just like a like a nice little melody kind of thing like a good little pick-me-up and it's it's little things like that that I find are like you know you genuinely put a lot of thought and effort into into this it's not just like as you said I go to the dollar store and I (laughs) take a shelf and I'm just gonna put everything in my cart and this is what you get for Christmas like it's something people genuinely you know put put effort into so who didn't want a song written for them yeah like that's amazing (laughs) yeah so do you have any more? Did anyone else give any more feedback? We so appreciate. Thanks um, for anyone who um, connected in and, and shared with us what you're doing over the holidays and uh, any tips for surviving the holidays with your with your family or chosen family. Often it's not surviving when you're with your chosen family. It's more mm-hmm. your given family. But uh, and I. And I think what you just said there, just using the term like chosen family is so key. Like I, I'm, I'm going back through and there's, there's a couple of uh, comments, um, of people just saying that, you know, like my partner and I will be doing traditional Christmas Eve and day meals with just the two of us staying safe and small. Um, family is who you make it to be, not, it doesn't need to be blood, right? You can spend the holidays however you want. And I think it's, it's a really tough time of the year because kind of, as we mentioned, there's a lot of societal pressure to go back to your hometown, to go see your family, to go say Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, Happy Kwanzaa, whatever you celebrate. I, it's, it's important to kind of make it 
how you want it to be. And I, and I think, you know, COVID's teaching us that even more is that, you know, we need to celebrate the people who we care about and kind of cultivate our day-to-day life in the ways that we want to and stop. This is exactly why my, <laughs> my goal for 2021 is to be, is to say no more. Mm-hmm. Um, but just the fact that we need to appreciate those who genuinely care about us and kind of start cutting ties with people who are just maybe in our lives for whatever other reason that doesn't, you know, I'm not saying everyone in your life has to benefit you in some way, but there should at least be a mutual level of acceptance and, you know, a mutual relationship. You shouldn't have to feel like you need to call uncle Joe, even though uncle Joe's told you that he doesn't like you and stuff. Like you shouldn't feel like you need to go out of your way to please someone this holiday. So it's that's sound advice for sure. Um, yeah. a note, um, my daughter at university, they did the secret Santa and there's uh, one of the girls in their group had said that she also has a real difficulty saying no. And she really wants to be able to say no more. She never says no. So they bought her now, and this might've been a dollar store thing, but they did buy her this funny little gadget that you press a button and it says no in a whole bunch of different sounds languages pitches some some of them are singing no 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 and all that so maybe maybe we should find you one of those and you'll have it on your shelf as a reminder <laughs> say no Isaac. yeah there you go instead of me having to verbalize it i'll just hit the button and just put it up to like my mic or whatever have you for um holiday outings too i just now i mean we're in halifax area and I was kind of feeling bluesy the other night, you know, just first world, first world problems. We can't get out with COVID and all that. And so we decided, we packed up the truck and we just drove downtown and went to Connaught Street to look at all the lights on the, so all these big houses are done up like crazy lights. So beautiful. One has the Charlie Brown movie projector playing and others have like um, symphony music and Christmas music. And there's a Santa, like um, a virtual Santa that, crosses an attic window and I mean the bill alone for the lighting must be enormous but if you picked up a hot chocolate you know the cost of maybe whatever a dollar 75 from Tim's or I'm not sure but and you go down there and you can walk around the whole block and see all the lights and that it was beautiful and they've set up these signs outside with barcodes on them that if you want to you can scan and they have a whole bunch of different charities listed um, that you could donate to charity. Um, and, uh, I thought that that's super nice. I guess they've done it in other ways in the past, but they made it super easy this year. But that was just, that to me was just such a nice experience to get out and listen to some music and just walk the neighborhood. And you saw other people, but everyone was really good at wearing their masks, social distancing. And, um, and, uh, yeah, so that's kind of a nice free outing. Cause I think things like skating, ice skating, the oval, like none of that's happening. I don't think this year it looked pretty empty when we drove by last night. Um, who knows that might change, but, um, but it's kind of like finding, you know, making lemonade out of the lemon. So look to the light people. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, that's one of my like favorite. I haven't had a chance to do it this year just cause it's been such a hectic this December, but I, that's one of my favorite things is just jumping in the car and just like going for a drive and like, you can go to those neighborhoods where you definitely know there's going to be lots of lights and you can also kind of go visit like neighborhoods that you might have never seen before. And you see lots of different things. I know when I, um, you know, I'm, I'm not in the city anymore. Um, but, uh, when I, when I lived there, my favorite thing, I think it's Flamingo drive when you're going up, um, like the Bedford highway and you take that one left, like almost go into, um, Bears Lake. Okay. Whenever I drove up there, there was always so many lights and I, I don't know if 
people might have moved or not. This is a couple of years ago. Um, but that was always like one of the peak spots to see things. And it, it was, it's such a straight drive too. And there's so many different houses that all decorate. So, um, so if you're listening partner, to Flamingo Drive and you're listening, you got to turn the light. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to be looking. I'm going to be writing house numbers down and making a, making a, um, like a Google map of the best spots to go. That's something someone should do. Surprise, no one's done that yet. Like, just yeah, these like are the uh, spots to go travel to. Of your road tripping. Yeah, that's, that yeah. would be great. And you can even put in like your local, like, takeaway hot drink places that you can, you know. Yeah, where to make a quick pit stop and refill. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's true. That's awesome. I want to do a big thank you to the College of Lore role playing. So this is the College of Lore role playing that has hosted a fundraiser for us as they did kids on brooms um, for the last, well, it's a two week um, Twitch stream that they have done and they've raised some money to help support us with our podcast. And so part of the money raised, I'd like to say thank you so much is that we were able to combat some of our sound issues and Isaac is going to be getting a, um, a cool Yeti Nano microphone because, of course, we're um, 100% volunteer-led and uh, operating on a shoestring and internal mics on our not-so-brand-new computers, which is all fine and dandy, but um, we really appreciate the support, and we really want to keep these conversations going in 2021. And uh, so a big shout-out to um, to some of our supporters this year, uh, like uh, the College of Lore Role-Playing that uh, hosted the fundraiser here in December. It's been amazing, and, it, and it's, it's pretty crazy. Like we've been only been doing this for a couple of months, but the amount of uh, kind of responses that we've gotten has been amazing. So I'm I'm very very fortunate for this platform that we have, and I'm very fortunate that we uh, we have this space and are able to make this podcast more accessible for uh, the future. And uh, you know, 2021, hopefully, <laughs> COVID aside, is going to be a good year. I'm remaining as top optimistic as possible, but if it is uh, going good to the same way that this podcast is i know it's going to be a great year so yeah and i'm excited about all the topics we have coming up for the new year too so yeah which you'll hear about in early january well that's all the time we have today folks thank you for joining us for another episode of hey sis if you have any questions you want to ask or want to join in on the conversation email us at connect at simplygoodform.com thank you all and remember inclusion matters